The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I used to have a brother no one remembers written by T.L. Loopy and yours truly Michael Crutchfield people always say how amazing and strange the connection between twins is it's not unusual that one sibling can feel when the other is in pain or in danger they often marry similar people and walk similar paths in life. My brother, however, has walked a path way different than mine because he stopped existing in this world when we were 10. Our childhood was as normal as it gets. One of our parents worked full-time and the other mostly stayed at home. We all had dinner together every night and the two of us were mostly well-behaved, but sometimes we made the adults angry. There was this popular animatronics restaurant named Happy Harry's Kingdom. Happy Harry was a lion, once the king of the jungle, and now he was the king of a popular, family-friendly burger joint. David loved him, and Every single time we went there, he would scream like it was the best thing he ever saw. Dylan, look at the lion! Our parents took us to Happy Harry's Kingdom every week. Both because David absolutely loved it and because it was a cheap way to entertain us while we all could have some decent food. No matter how many times we had been there, David always found something new for us to do or see. It could be something as trivial as an animatronic with a funny look on its face. But no matter what it was, we had a lot of fun. I can remember my brother so well. He had my face, but with a permanent, genuine smile and crooked teeth. He was the funny twin while I was the bookworm type. But others can't. After he was gone, I always thought that if I had been the one to disappear, most people would barely notice. But it was impossible that no one else missed him. That could only mean something was very, very wrong. But I had no idea how much. The day David disappeared from existence was a normal Thursday, except for a few little details. Both our parents seemed to be more tired than usual, and Dad stayed home to take a nap, so we moved around a little more freely. There were some people from the staff we had never seen before walking around, and the lion, the king of the restaurant, 
seemed to have a larger, slightly sinister grin on his face. But I would only think about it later. The sad thing about unexpected tragedies is that you can only read the signs after you know what happened. We ate and played around as usual. And when mom told us we were about to leave, David asked if he could go to the toilet real quick. She said, sure, paid the bill and waited. 15 minutes later, David hadn't returned. Mom, do you want me to go check on David? I asked. David? She looked confused. Oh, I'm sure he's right beside you, dear. I looked around, but David wasn't there. Thinking back now, she seemed to believe that David was an imaginary friend. No, he's not. I'll check the bathroom, I replied, starting to feel uneasy. She patiently waited as I walked around the whole place, asking if they saw where a boy exactly like me had went. But no one had saw a thing. Mom, I think David is gone. It's fine, honey. I'm sure you'll find him. I kind of thought she was pranking me, but Mom wasn't the type to do it. And she looked genuinely calm and annoyed that I was taking so long. For no reason. We eventually went home and I felt lost and defeated. Mom, did you forget I have a twin brother? Her reaction was to pull the brakes. No, dear, you don't. Yes, I do. His name is David. He was with me just now and he loves Happy Harry. She then told me that when she was pregnant with me, I briefly had a twin. But as it happened sometimes, I absorbed the other fetus while we were in the womb. Your dad and I meant to call him David, but he was never born, she explained, her shin trembling. He shouldn't have told you. Dad didn't tell me anything. David was born. He's my best friend, and he's lost in Happy Harry's kingdom. To me, it didn't look like it, but my parents said I was having a dissociative episode and took me to a child psychiatrist. It didn't solve the actual problem, the fact that David went missing and no one cared, but she was the only person I could talk to about my brother without being told he's not real. I mean, I know that she thought he wasn't real, but letting me talk with no judgment seemed to be an important part of therapy. My teacher said it was unusual to see me gloomy, and I used to be a cheerful kid. It's not true. I've always been quiet and serious. They're remembering David, but they just can't realize it's someone else. I was put on meds, and eventually, my mind started letting the whole thing fade. Probably to protect itself. Probably because... I subconsciously knew the horrors I would go through if I tried to pursue it.
And just like that, 11 years went by in a blur. And now, I have spent more years of my life without David than with him. I never brought up David to my parents again. And I worked hard to resent them for abandoning my brother. Considering how it looked like to them, I know that they handled the situation very well. We eventually moved out so I wouldn't be haunted by my fake memories. And I took all the expected steps in life. By 21, I was in college and dating a girl I loved deeply. I don't know exactly how everything fell apart, but in a matter of months, she had broken up with me. I had dropped out of college and lost my job. So with nothing left in this world, my mind went back to that fateful day where my life changed forever. And my body almost acted on its own as it drove down to Happy Harry's kingdom. It felt like the most natural thing in the world. The town all around it had been mostly abandoned due to a large-scale incident regarding soil contamination. But the animatronics restaurant bravely preserved. Strangely enough, I didn't feel uneasy at first. The atmosphere was still the same. A familiar smell that was a little greasy, but surprisingly not gross. The paint was peeling from Happy Harry's once majestic face, and it now tilted back and forth slightly, like a roly-poly doll. It was only when a waitress came to take my order that I started to realize the strangeness. Each thing was individually small, but together, they made the place creepy. For starters, the whole staff was acting mechanically, like they had been brainwashed, or not even real people, but programmed dolls. The server replied nonsensical things to the questions I asked, and brought me a completely random order just one minute after she first came to my table. And then I noticed that there were no adult guests. I was the only person sitting and the oldest customer. Everyone else was kids, both boys and girls, but mostly boys, playing on arcade machines. Nothing felt real. It was like being inside a demented funhouse dream. One of those unsettling dreams, prone to becoming nightmares. But my mind was able to cast all these thoughts aside when I saw him. It was undeniably my brother David, except he never grew up. He still looked exactly like that night 11 years ago, even wearing the same clothes and the same blue cap. Despite the fact that his whole outfit was very worn out and grimy, it was like time had never passed. The restaurant itself looked somewhat timeless. 
The chairs and the tables, the decorations, the games and the uniforms seemed like they could belong in any decade since the 70s. I yelled, David! But the only heads that turned to me were the staffs. They all gave me a dirty look. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. One of them said robotically. I'm afraid you're too old for this place. Said another flatly. As I ran towards my long lost brother. The waiters and the waitresses started chasing me. They were incredibly slow, but I swear I'm not crazy. From time to time, it was like they skipped a few seconds and teleported closer to me. Still, I was able to touch David's shoulder, but there was still no reaction. David was playing Space Invaders, one of his favorite arcade games. His score was way past the maximum, an impossibly long number that kept growing on the screen. David, please, let's get out of here. It's me, Dylan. Nothing. I looked around and realized that all the other kids were transfixed on their arcade machines. Their eyes glowing red, their skin was gray like they were zombies, and their fingers were bleeding and falling apart. But none of them seemed to notice or care. I also realized that the staff was catching up to me. And to my horror, I had a new pursuer, Happy Harry himself, moving like a golem that had just come to life. Back in the day, you could put a coin inside Happy Harry and he'd say a few sentences. They were something like, Hey kids, let's have fun! Are you enjoying my kingdom? And I hope we can be best friends forever! He kept repeating those lines, but in a slow and terribly distorted voice. Hey kids, let's have fun! Despite not paying attention to anything else around them, whenever he said those things, all the kids replied, Yes, Happy Harry! In perfect unison. I ran from the grotesque scene entering a labyrinth of sorts made from arcade machines, each of them holding captive a child around David's age. I just wanted to leave this horrible place, but I couldn't help but run farther from the door. As I ran, Happy Harry's animatronic friends woke up and started chasing me too. There was a zebra, a cheetah, an alligator, and a bear all standing on two legs and walking like the aberrations they were. I tried to think if there was something I could do to get rid of them, but I was only one guy, and they were many tall, bulky monsters made from clay and steel. But I could only replay my memory of David saying, Dylan, look at the lion! So I looked at the lion, and right under the coin slot 
Happy Harry had a few exposed wires. Instead of running from him, I used a maze in my favor and ran towards him to surprise Happy Harry from behind. I then tripped him and he fell face first. He was still alive and talking, but some bits were chipped. I then grabbed his wires with everything I had and was able to remove a tiny door-like thing from his back. Decades worth of nickels and dimes started pouring, and the creepy lion shut up forever. And after the last coin fell, I saw myself inside an abandoned building. The same Happy Harry used to make his kingdom of burgers and games. I called the police, but they told me that the restaurant was long gone and that I was probably having some hallucinations due to the soil contamination. I didn't even get started on finding kidnapped children who never grew up and did nothing but maniacally play video games. For years, I forced myself to forget about David and the bizarre lion. I finally accepted that I had been crazy all this time, but secretly hoped that everything had been true, and by killing the tyrant king, I had freed the kids. I moved even farther from my hometown, and I got better. I got married and had a daughter, and last week, she and my wife excitedly told me about a new animatronics restaurant named Happy Harry's Kingdom they had been to. Thinking back, the waiter looked a lot like a younger you. (laughs) My wife laughed. I decided to see it for myself. The boy indeed looked like me, but hey, this could be a coincidence. The important part was that his name tag said David, that his fingers were full of ugly scars and that he looked around 10 years younger than me, like I had broken his curse of never growing up. He looked through the window directly at me, despite how far I was, and his mouth formed the words, Thank you, Dylan. If you enjoyed this episode, please give this podcast a rating and a review on your respective podcast platform. Also, to stay connected with me, add me on Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok at The Scarecast so you can connect with me and also stay updated on whenever I post a new episode. I also have a YouTube channel, The Scarecast, if you want to see my stories visually. As always, Please take care, and until next time.